stripper, pole dancer, or athlete? Do you spin around the pole like a rotisserie? Are you the dancer or the pole? I'm Shanice. I'm a Filipina, born and raised in Canada. I'm Jeffy, a Vietnamese Canadian who definitely needs to brush up on his Vietnamese. And I'm Duc, the Asian with the accent from Vietnam. For today's class, we have a special guest teaching us about the fanji, the step around, talking cellophane, and the Olympics, but as well as discovering body confidence and navigating the world of pole dancing as a non-binary Southeast Asian. Before we begin, I'd like to mention that everything we say is based on our own research, our interpretation, as well as our perspectives and opinions. It's never our intention to be offensive or hurtful towards anyone, any topic, culture, or such likes. If there's anything that we say that is offensive or inappropriate, please feel free to reach out. We are always learning and unlearning. Finally, we'd like to remind our listeners that this is a 2S LGBTQIA friendly space. If that's not your jam, you may exit. So yeah, so I'm very excited for this episode. Um, one because of the topic, but also because we have our first guest. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's meet our guest, JP, uh, a Filipino born in the Philippines, but came to Canada at such a young age and basically lived here since then. JP goes by they, them, and he, him, and has a passion for pole dancing that helped him discover many things about himself and his identity. So thank you, JP, for being here. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So tell us a bit more about uh, yourself and pole dancing like how did you get started um oh god um <laughs> so i would say i've always wanted to pole dance i don't know like i remember i was thinking about it recently it was like when did i like when did my interest start five years ago maybe mm-hmm. like when i was in my 20s mm-hmm. i was like okay we're we're 20 now we could do we're, we could do more adult stuff <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and yeah, I mean, I think like, I was just like every year I would be like, ever since I was 20, I was like, oh, I'm going to start pole dancing. I'm going to start pole dancing. Never did it. Never did it. And then, um, I think I went through this phase where like, I was just going through a lot of like body image issues. Mm. And then, Mm. um, for some reason, like during that time, I just, I like delve into like a lot of pole dancing content. And then all those content was like a lot of bigger women and they'd be like oh like pole dancing was like so body positive blah 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 and i'm like ooh, ooh. okay cool <laughs> all right cool yeah. and then there was a performance with lizzo um where she had pole, like plus size pole dancers in the background but also what really really pushed me was that so there's my favorite comedian uh nicole buyer um and her best friend Shashir Zameda. Mm-hmm. The both of them they have um they both they both pull dance and all their po- podcasts they like constantly talk about it. And you know I was like, you know what? We're just gonna do do it. It's 2020, <laughs> we're just gonna take a class and let's go. And like ever since then, here we are. So oh, I love Nicole Bayer. I was just gonna say I love her too. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, Yeah, she's like one of the main reasons I started pole dancing. Oh, that's great. And where do you see yourself pole dancing in the future? Are you thinking of taking it up professionally or is it more like a hobby for yourself? I mean, so right now it's a hobby, but I've talked about it with a lot of people and um, I do want to become like a professional in pole dancing. So, Mm -hmm. like, becoming an instructor 
and all that stuff and maybe eventually even open my own studio mm-hmm. but oh. yeah yeah maybe i'll join maybe i'll, I'll go <laughs> we talked so many times about trying out pole dancing and yeah you know. yeah you guys should so yeah so this actually brings me to this question for like duke and jeffy have any of you tried pole dancing well i i've tried dancing (laughs) (laughs) i know so i never tried pole dancing itself but i would definitely consider trying in the future Mm. yeah well spiritually i have but (laughs) never um i really want to do that too i've been told by many people that i should try it um not as a pole dancer but as a pole as a pole (laughs) So you're the pole and people dance on like oh dance on you. You're so tall. Duke, we're gonna have to climb you so that we can like <laughs> yes. do pole. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. This has turned very sexual. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've actually tried pole dancing. It was really, really, really fun. And Ooh. definitely not what I expected. Very, very hard. Let mm. me just say that. Um, but yeah, talking about pole dancing and our experience, basically, would any of you, well, JP is probably going to do this in the future, but would any of you try pole dancing professionally or like, would you be public about your pole dancing? Like, to what extent? I don't know if I would do it professionally. But that's just like a personal preference. Like I don't see myself doing pole dancing as like a profession. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely be public about it though. Like I don't at this point, like I disappointed my parents so many times. So I don't, <laughs> so I don't care what I do in public anymore. Um, but yeah, not not as professional, like a hobby, uh, more like a hobby than a profession. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm. I can't say for sure until I've actually tried it out. And, you know, I would definitely do it professionally if I'm good at it. But if I'm not, then there's no other choice. (laughs) You could practice and then just continue. So, like, when you say professionally, so my question is, like, what kind of career paths or, you know, like, there's different types of pole dancing. What are the choices or, like, which one you're going to? You know what I mean? Well, JP, JP said instructor, right? Yeah, I would. I mean, I would go for an instructor. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see myself in like clubs doing pole dancing. <laughs> so yeah, I know there are like competitions like around yeah, the world. Yeah, I like, mean pole dancing, yeah. like, pole fitness. Yeah, exactly. So I do. I think that's where I want to start first. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to compete eventually. I feel like people think when they think of pole dance you think of just like women like stripping but obviously it's also opening it up to more like all types of genders so do you find like there's still that kind of double standard or like gender norm in like pole dancing i would say so yeah um especially like as someone who is non-binary it's really like i think for me it was important for me to really like when I, when you go on my social media, everything I really put it out there. And I'm like, I'm a non-binary pole dancer. Like I think it's just because it's like, even though like I the word will perceive me as a man, I'm like mm-hmm. I understand that like we need that repre- representation for mm-hmm. all like the trans people and all the mm-hmm. non-binary people. Um, and yeah, like I was actually surprised. So I go to the stu- the studio in Montreal called Milan Pole Dance Studio in Yaleport. And towards like one of the things we opened like last summer, 
um, there was actually a trans woman that was taking classes, and I was like, we would look at each other, and you're we like, yeah, like we were like, it was like, we were like kind of like we we're like we're in this together, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, it was just like clearly for her, like it's different because for pole dancing you really have to show a lot of your skin Mm -hmm. so i think it was like i because i could tell so she's in a level below me like she's in the beginners but i remember seeing her taking her classes like she used to be like very conservative and then eventually like she would show more skin and i'm like good for you girl i'm like good for you you know like you said you weren't even considering pole dancing seriously until you've seen all of those um, women of color and then like plus size dancers doing their work on YouTube. So like it's very inspiring to not only the dancers but also the viewers. Yeah, and like also Asian male pole dancers are next level, y'all. Yeah. We like dominate. <laughs> if I'm gonna end up in this like this world of like where I have to be in this like level of these guys, I'm like okay, I need to step up my game. <laughs> Yeah. The bar is God. high. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty freaking yeah. high. The pole <laughs> bar is high. Yeah. The pole bar is high. <laughs> <laughs> So actually talking about that because part of our show as well is like we want to unpack a lot of the layers in like Asian community, how we're able to navigate all of that. I mean, I feel like all the country, well, at least I'm Filipino If, if in case you didn't know JP. So I'm very happy that you're here <laughs> bringing, bringing ballots because like Jeffy and Duke are Vietnamese. So <laughs> ballots to this podcast. But um, like, for example, in the Philippines, I mean, it, it used to be super conservative or like I would say it still has I mean, conservative still views. <laughs> yeah. But it's like starting to open up more and more. Like I've seen, for example, like in uh, Filipinas Got Talent, like season five and season six, you had like two pole dancers that like made it to oh, the really? semi-finale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Send the clip. I'm going to include some videos. One of them made it to the semi-finale and the other one made it to, the- she actually won the season. Ooh, um, look this oh. up. Yeah. But they had <laughs> two different styles of like pole dancing like one of them uh-huh. the one who won was more like you can really see like the artistic side and then she uses spiral pole that i've never oh. seen before oh okay yeah yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah but the other one was more like like real like the the typical pole dancing that you would see and she came up confident with her super high heels and she made it to the semi-finals so that was really cool and I don't, so I don't know. Have you had any like any resistance or any challenges while you were going through um, like the exploration of pole dancing? Um, I would say just with my parents, they were like, like when they first found out I was taking classes, they would they like gave me a side eye. They're like, "What?" <laughs> <was> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like they don't really like give me any like issues about it but i i think it's also because they realize oh they might be really like passionate about this when before like the pandemic hit and everything i took like classes like two three times a week sometimes four mm-hmm. so it was like mm-hmm. so they were like oh shoot they're never home <laughs> it's like, it's like, <laughs> yeah and like and then when things reclosed in october i literally was like I bought a pole without telling my parents, and I was like, <laughs> "Deal with it." I am bringing this home because oh where do you put it? It's in my garage. It's far from everything. Has anyone in your family um, extended or not seen you pole dance? So, I mean, I always post my stuff on Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, like, my cousins, my younger cousins will have seen me pull that thing. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, they're, like, teenagers. Um, but also, like, my aunt in the U.S. has seen me pull that. And, like... Uh-huh. How did she react? She was like, power to you. I was like, yes. Oh, um, oh wow. Good. Oh, my God. I mean, she's always been, like, on my side. Like, <laughs> like... The aunties. Um, I love them. I mean, she's... she's technically not blood because she's married she married into the family oh, but like i see i remember oh, like okay. i remember like because i have like tattoos and stuff mm. and i remember when i showed her one of my bigger tattoos i was like hey, look I'm like no one else knows except you right now <laughs> <laughs> but she's like yes but yeah uh, also actually no no now that i think about it my parents have seen me pull dance too because like i had put a state i had like the like the stage pole, like the portable pole I was telling you guys about mm-hmm. last summer. I was renting it from the studio. Mm-hmm. And I put it in front of the house. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where to put this. I, <laughs> I was there in my yeah. front yard. So literally like my neighbors and all that stuff could see me pole dance. But like <laughs> my uncle saw me pole dance. He didn't say anything. Love it. Wow. You is nice. My aunt didn't see anything. Say, Well, no, actually no, my aunt saw me. And she's like, younger cousin was chilling with me. And she was like, oh, you should have him teach you. And I was like, Oh shoot! Like I was like, okay, <laughs> my family's so cool. Like, oh my god! I was really expecting like, like a lot of backlash. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, I think when I think about it, like for your younger cousins growing up um, in a family with like you know a pole dancer like you and like um, an aunt who's like really open about it, I think it's gonna change their way of looking at pole dancing for sure. when they grow mm-hmm. up. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, that's actually super great that your family's, like, supportive. I just can see my end of my family Mm -hmm. being, like, (laughs) this girl. Like, what is she doing? Being all, you know, sexualized and whatnot. Because I would say, like, my family's pretty conservative Mm -hmm. in type of Mm -hmm. these type of things. But also, I think what has... playing factor is that i'm a woman and in yeah. the philippines and a lot of asian countries mm-hmm. very very strict gender norms and gender roles where like women have to yeah. be like modestly dressed loyal faithful and doing like all these stuff yeah. so definitely yeah. <laughs> i'm so happy that your family you know is just super accepting because like me if i was public about it mm-hmm. i could definitely see the backlash not that i care mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. also you know like in a- i don't know if it's the same here but in asia doing things like pole dancing or strip dancing or anything that's like slightly sexual at all you're kind of like under the assumption that mm-hmm. you're not good at um intellectual stuff like you know yeah. oh, you you can't study well at school that's why you're stripping mm-hmm. now or you're like you know you failed your university and is that why you're pole dancing like mm-hmm. that's kind of the assumption and uh, that's obviously not true at all so yeah hopefully yeah, eventually sure. now, now they think about it because i posted pictures of me pole dancing on like my facebook my grandma was like that's you i was like i was like yeah that's me she's like nice now I'm, about it, I'm like oh shoot but even my grandparents are like pretty that's so freaking cute oh that's my cute God. honestly you know what to do next christmas put on a free show put on a free show turn that tree turn that tree into the pole what the heck so um just to go back about pole dancing so yeah just talking about like the negative the negativity that pole dancing has in like asian countries i don't know if like in vietnam like how it is duke and jeffy but i've been seeing 
like it's been more and more accepted, like for example, pole dancing classes are becoming more and more popular in the Philippines and China. They're trying to bring it in. Um, I don't know if you guys found anything about that. I didn't. I don't know if Duke found anything like specifically like for Vietnam, but it, it was just mostly a, like for China. Um, it was mostly men who did like pole dancing and such, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It didn't start off as like stripping. Like it wasn't sexualized first. Mm-hmm. Like it, there was pole dancing came before. Like it became like an erotic or like exotic dance. Um, but I don't know specifically about Vietnam. I don't know much about the history of pole dancing in Vietnam, but I know that now fitness centers have pole dancing as mm-hmm. a sport, and like even the biggest one, to my knowledge, the California Fitness mm-hmm. and Yoga Center. I'm not sure why it's called California because it's in Vietnam. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, they have courses for pole dancing, and they they even have like uh, an online article stating like what are the benefits of pole dancing and why you should do it, and like photos of the students, the instructors, um, and such like. So I think it's becoming more acceptable and you know more common, but it's not at the level of like telling your friends, "Hey, I'm yeah. I'm gonna pole dance uh, twice a week for." Um, for health or for something and not get like a reaction, you know, like Mm, you definitely get like a reaction. I was going to say something, but then I lost it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's a mood. Yeah. um, But yeah, just going back to like the history of pole dancing. So yeah, fun part, history of pole dancing, but it, yeah, it actually didn't start off as being like an erotic type of dance. It actually started off as being pole fitness that was mainly aimed at men and then after that it just when it came to the states it just was mixed with burlesque and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. during like the sexual liberation movement in the states around the 60s and 80s it then became more about like striptease and then now it's going back to pole fitness where i've seen a lot of people like even in the philippines trying to advocate for um pole fitness they even have this Mm -hmm. association philippine pole and aerial sports association where they're trying to push pole fitness um in the olympics actually with the international pole dance fitness oh my god oh no yeah it's been a thing yeah jp you should start training for that god our podcast would lower if you uh, imagine i've actually i've actually had a dream where it was like representing Team Canada as like oh my god oh my god yo you know it's super interesting that you say it was like originally a sport for men because you know like now they do um pole dancing with high heels and high heels were originally made for men yeah, too we're, we're going so it's actually funny so like when you look at the actual history so it does like, as you said, it did come from men and all that stuff. And it started a lot, I think it was India and China. Yeah. Um, there's like a mm-hmm. sport. Oh. I forget what it's called in yeah, India. Yeah, like, I have it. Malakam, if I'm pronouncing yeah, so it properly. <laughs> Malakam. Malakam is yeah. so insane. Yeah. How, wow. It's like a log that they're... Yeah, made of wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like cheerleading, but also pole dancing and... Yoga. Yeah, and I think <laughs> when it was in China, it was more like athletic, like gymnastic kind of like circus. Mm. So for our listeners, um, Malakam is like it's spelled like M A L L A K H A M B, right? And basically, there's like 
either one pole or like Oh yeah, more, when he jumped to the other to the one from the other. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> we love the it's enthusiasm. Like, <laughs> it's scary. It's very scary. It looks so scary. Yeah, yeah, they may even jump from one pole mm. to another. That's insane. So like th- these athletes, they trying to like create different poses around the pole. Right. So it's a wooden it's pole, and it says it's thick at the bottom but narrow at the top. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. And they like balance themselves like on the the narrow top part. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So just knowing the history about it and like how pretty epic it is i can't also help but think i think duke has mentioned this offline conversation but how the media more specifically in the western side usually portrays pole dancing like it's a typical striptease in the club and like they make it look raunchy uh do you find like i feel like that kind of perpetuates this like negative image of pole dancing do you kind of see a difference between pole dancing versus stripping versus pole fitness or for you it's just like the same thing and it's just i mean empowering so for me i personally just see it as all encompassing and empowering Mm. but then within the pole dancing community there is a divide which has caused a lot of issues Mm. because there are people who are really like, Oh, like it's so stupid, but it's like, just so people will like on the internet will be like, Oh, I'm a pole dancer, not a stripper. But they like, they make it like kind of like their personality. Yeah. So they paint the strippers in like a bad way. Like they have to put it like, they always have to like insist on the idea. It's like, well, I'm not a stripper. And it's like, Okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. All right. I like both. I don't like, like, if I were, like, in the future, I've always told this, like, I've already imagined this to myself. I'm like, if for some reason a sex worker were to approach me and be like, hey, can you, like, teach me, like, these moves for pole dancing? Um, I know you don't have, like, any, mm-hmm. like, background in sex work, but, like, I would love to work with you. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. Like, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it really depends on the person. Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, so like you mentioned, there's like a divide in the community. Um, what has the community been like to you? I mean, I would say it's mostly very supportive. Like, I mean, mostly, mostly, all just I would not even mostly, it's just purely supportive. Mm. Um, I was like sometimes I'll like post about my ups and downs. All my friends from like the full studio will be like, "Been there, done that. I get you." Oh. Like, they're always just like trying to uplift you, and mm, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. And so you met them from the studio. Yeah, so most of the people I've met, like I mean, most of my friends in the pole community started through the studio, and then I think because I started being more like not vocal, I didn't even guess vocal, mm. like on my Instagram, I, like mm. I post all my videos and all that stuff, and I do like I do like hashtag pole dance and all that stuff. So I think like I've uh-huh. reached some people over the internet so i have like friends who are not technically like in real in real life i have never met in real life but like they're <laughs> they're but they're my pole dancing yeah. friends and yeah. they're like oh my yeah. god <laughs> so yes. i feel that yeah it's super unrelated but like i started like gaming a lot recently since covid hit and i joined like so many gaming communities and like i know a bunch of people around the world and we're playing games and we're like just chatting having fun it's just yeah it's, it's great mm-hmm. power of the internet yeah it's been yeah. cool 
Is there a lot of Asians in your community, the pole dancing one? I mean, in my circle there is, but that's also because I just invited a lot of my friends. So I was like, hey, do you want to start pole dancing? <laughs> um, but actually, so at my at the studio I go to, it's ran by an Asian lady. Yes. Oh, wow. And she's a mama. Power. She's a mama. Yes. So it's like even better. I was like, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Just talking about the divide in the pole community with like stripping versus pole dancing. Do you think that pole dancing, like to the media and to the community, the general population would always see it under negative light because of this um, whole like stripping? And I don't think so. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's really becoming more and more like common. Yeah. And like, people really mm-hmm. do see it as a sport. And, like, for me, at least, like, for me, pole dancing is a mix of dance. Well, I mean, it's literally the word dance, but, like, <laughs> but and like I've, always, I've always been a creative person in all t- senses of the word. Like, mm-hmm. I've always loved, like, mm-hmm. it sounds so Filipino of me, but, like, I've always loved <laughs> singing. I've always loved dancing. I've always oh loved, like, drawing <laughs> and all that I stuff. I so, re- so relate. I can see that <laughs> But, like, yeah, it's, like. And, and, like, I've always loved, like, like I mean, I've, I was never particularly the type of person that would go to the gym and work out. But, like, if you were to, like, if you were to tell me, like, oh, I'm going to go, you want to go play volleyball? I'm like, yes, now, like, let's go play some sports. Mm-hmm. So, really, for me, yeah. pole dancing is the amalgamation of a sport, but also the idea of really, like, putting that creative side, like, using yeah. the dance and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a good point. Because, like, whenever I think of sports, I think of football, soccer, um, baseball. They're just so boring to me. <laughs> oh. I can imagine, like, maybe in 20 or 30 years, you can tell your children, like, hey, you should play some sport. Like, how about mm-hmm. pole dancing? That would be that'd open up so many doors. I feel like because I would want to have a studio and all that stuff. So if my kid is like, oh, I don't want to do anything, I'm like, birds, father or your parent is a freaking fitness person who are you (laughs) i'm like get out get out of my house (laughs) dishonor you dishonor your cow (laughs) so this actually made me think because you talked about how it helped you like you were talking about how pole dancing helped your body confidence and i remember my teacher saying that you want to wear as little clothing as possible because it helps you grip the pole way better than if you had cl- like completely covered um not saying that it's impossible but it's just easier having skin on the pole how did you like feel like slowly i don't know f- being more comfortable in your body to be able to just like show off your skin like super publicly which i think is pretty crazy because when i did the pole dancing class i was already so shy in like my, <laughs> my little booty shorts yeah. you know <laughs> yeah yeah i wouldn't even go shirtless um on a beach so i don't know how you um that's the funny thing again i feel more comfortable like being shirtless if it's what it like if i were to be like pole dancing but like if you asked me to like go to the beach i'm like more scared to just like show off my body um but no i think so it was a challenge at first mm. um obviously because like uh just because in the queer community like when you're dating like when you're like dating other guys it's very it's very insistent on body image mm. um you're very you're like they really put your an emphasis on 
who you are as a person just because of how you look um, through mm-hmm. because of your body. So, like, I think I went through this phase where I was like, I'm not that, I'm not fat as a person. Like, I'm just like, I just have a belly. But then, like, trying to date in that world, like, people would be like, oh, you have a belly. And then they would make it make seem like I'm like the fattest person in the world where I was like incredibly obese. Mm. Yeah, Yeah. So, it was like, in my mind, I was like constantly battling this idea. I was like, oh, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, you're ugly. And then, so when I started pole dancing, obviously, it's it's like a dance studio. So, there's literally just a big mirror that you need to look at. And I was just like, oh my god, like, I'm literally just, like, looking at all my, like, insecurities. Mm. Um, so I think it was, I think it was just, like, it was kind of, like, that, like, exposure therapy in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just, like, every single time I would have to look at my body. Yeah. Just yeah. because I needed mm-hmm. to, I because I needed to understand what I'm doing with the, with the pole and where mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And then I think eventually, mm-hmm. like, Noticing the people around me getting confidence helped me gain confidence in my body. Yeah. And then I think one day I was just like, I think we're going to try not having a tank top on. And it was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I feel hot. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like a lot of us go through life like comparing our bodies to like the media or like the others. Um. So yeah, it feels just... It, I guess it feels nice to just not do that for this period of time and to see yourself for who you are and appreciate the beauty as mm-hmm. it is. Preach. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck the media, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's actually pretty, like, pretty cool to hear because, like, definitely a struggle. I know, like, for me, for sure. It's always a struggle with your body. And then if you're constantly looking at it, I guess you just deal with it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. but like yeah i could definitely see how pole dancing could be super empowering for anyone yeah but like i've I had friends that like saw me before pole dancing and then like i only mm-hmm. saw them like year or a year or so afterwards and like oh shoot you look so much different now and i'm like <laughs> yeah like what like what like how like you know like the is it like your posture it's like you know what it's not even sometimes it's not even just my actual physical appearance they were saying a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends were saying that ever since I pole dance, started pole dancing, I've been a lot happier. Mm-hmm. And like, like, but it's also because these are a lot of people that who've known me for a while, and they were saying that like, oh, we kind of missed that happy-go-lucky JP because they would always like, oh, we always see you smile, but then we always felt there was like a side of there part of you that was like, kind of sad. There was mm-hmm. like a so it was like they were kind of like, oh, you're kind of putting just putting on a smile, but now your smiles just feel a lot genuine, genuine. Yeah. I'm like I'm like Aww. and I was like I'm gonna Aww. cry they're such good friends for like noticing that too though yeah, yeah. any tips for starters like you know if because of the pandemic we probably have to start at home yeah. can we start without an astro pole use Duke <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's hard to not. I mean, yeah, it's, I would say it's pretty hard to start without a pole because I mean you have to. So because for pole, there's also two modes. So there's static and spin, which might be a revelation to some people. Like it's so the pole can actually spin on itself. There, what? So all poles that spin could be a static pole, but all static poles cannot necessarily be a spin. Okay. Right, there's like a switch or a lock, sort of, right? Oh my god. Because there's a basic, it's basically a ball bearing and then just turning on that. It's like a rotisserie. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm hungry. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I would say 
it's it's possible to start at home, but you do definitely need a pole. And I would say like it's good to have videos and all that stuff. Mm. But I w- I personally just think it's good to be able to take class, just because unless you're really passionate about it, you're never going to understand whether or not you're doing something wrong, like mm. in terms of like where your body is. Yeah. So it's like, oh, to you technically it feels very right, but then the long run you could be technic- you could be doing something technically that is really bad for your body. So So what do you think about like seeing pole dancing more and more in mainstream media and not in like a bad light? I'm all for it. <laughs> I think part of me is just like in the back of my mind, I'm like, if ever a for some reason a singer was like hey jp i want you to be part of my music video i'm like yes let's do it <laughs> that would be awesome oh, we're definitely gonna blow up if you make it into like i don't know lady <laughs> oh my god like our podcast we interviewed him oh you would be like oh like when you first started <laughs> but yeah no fk twigs oh her technique is ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and so apparently she doesn't just do it for the music video, right? She also does it for like her performances or like, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean, so she does have a background as a sex worker. And that's how mm. she did. That's how she started pole dancing. All right, all right. If I remember, she was, I, I remember like reading an article because she worked at a hostess club. And she's like, oh, yeah, I was working there. And someone taught me how to do just like a basic uh, step around. So it's literally just that. It's that it's one of the moves that you always see everyone doing. It's there is you're going around this basic mm-hmm. cir- like spin around the pole, mm-hmm. and then she was okay. like, "Oh, from there, it just clicked, and I really just wanted to learn more and more." Ah, yeah, like now she's like, yeah. amazing. Like her technique mm-hmm. is like crazy, but yeah, if you were to look up like multiple uh, all her like cellophane live performances, mm-hmm. she'll have a sequence where she actually pulled it. Oh, that's so cool. So you see, like, she has, like, a, a transition from pole dancing um, for sex work to, like, pole dancing as, like, um, an art form. Yeah. yeah, well, I was just going to say, like, pole dancing is actually really, really hard. Mm. <laughs> like, when I tried it, like, because I dance, well, as a hobby, but, like, pole dancing, it's, like, I when I try pole dancing, like, I look awkward. So it's, like, a different kind of, like, <laughs> like different kinds of movements. It is definitely difficult. And... Oh, we all start somewhere. Yeah, for sure. And it definitely requires strength because I remember at a time where the teacher was like, okay, so we're going to like go up the pole, try to reach the ceiling. and I'll Oh, well, you were just trying to learn how to climb? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> On your first class? Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, for real. Wow. And she's like, you really have to use your thighs and your hands. And I was just like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> but... It was pretty, it was pretty great. I mean, she was talking about this weird sensation between your thighs and like, she's like, that's when you know you're grabbing that pole properly. And that was a weird sensation. But <laughs> so, but that being said, just to go back to your question about like professionally doing pole dancing, I don't know if it changed any of your minds, Duke and Jeffy. But like for me, at first, I didn't really see myself doing pole dancing professionally. But now that I think about it, I feel like I could be a side gig like teacher. I think that would be so fun. Yeah, yes. I mean, if I have my mm. studio, I need staff. Yeah. So, so. I, I mean, I'll have to be receptionist wow. first, and then we'll see how that goes. The future is already set for you, Shannon. Exactly. <laughs> 
I don't think it really changed my mind. I mean, like, I, I just think, like, sports in general for me, like, I'm not a very sporty person. So I don't see myself doing anything like that kind of, like, you no know, pole dancing as, like, a, like a, pro- a profession, you know? That, but mm. that applies for, like, any kind of, like, sports-related activity <laughs> for me. So, yeah, mm. I'm not the most, like, athletic person here. So, yeah, sports stuff, it's, it's not for me. But I would definitely try it. But, hey, I mean, sports is kind of changing, you know? Like, the definition of it. I mean, some true, people true, consider, true. like, gaming, like, esports. Yeah. So Yeah, esports. Yeah, yeah. true that. <laughs> you started gaming recently, so. That's true. Okay, there you That's my calling, esports. That's my calling. It's <laughs> You can say that you've been working out every day for the past few months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, working my mind and my fingers, my gaming fingers. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. For me, the only thing that really changed was just how inspirational it can be. Listening to his story about how it really changed him and his like mood, personality, and like you mm-hmm. know health. It, it just seems like a very good not as an understatement. It's like a great way to turn your life around i would say you know uh yeah if you're stuck in a pandemic and you feel down and you don't know what to do i guess you can try that out. i mean you have to get a pole right you can find like a 200 dollars yeah hop on a pole or just hop on duke yeah (laughs) yeah the entry the barrier of entry is kind of high but if you stick to it like jp did um the payoff is worth it yeah it's definitely higher now in my um bucket list (laughs) So we'll have to wait until JP opens his studio and then yeah, we'll, we'll all, <laughs> we have to go. Yeah. We're going to go there. We film it. We put it on our Patreon. <laughs> we don't even have a Patreon yet, but yes. But yes. <laughs> but yeah, I could definitely see like pole dancing being super empowering, but in a way also, you know, rediscovering also your sexuality. Like there's nothing wrong with, mm-hmm. you know, rediscovering your sexuality, your sensuality, like that part of yourself. So but any last questions before we wrap up? So funny enough, I was actually like Jeffy. Like I would never imagine myself being like an athlete. But then here I am, wanting to become an athlete. <laughs> it was so funny, like because you know how like athletes they have to seek like every single like thing. They're like, oh, I have to go to the Cairo. I have to get a massage therapist. I have to mm. have a physiotherapist. Yeah. I'm like shoot that's literally me right now i have like all of them i'm like oh no oh my god I'm like oh my body is deteriorating <laughs> knowing both of you guys i think you guys are pretty similar um at least pre pole dancing so jeffy you can definitely try it out and you know yeah see how it's gonna change your life uh, definitely jeffy starts he's like i'm a new bitch <laughs> see that happening like honestly oh my the god pressure is on <laughs> he's like i get it jp i get it i get it <laughs> and then jeff he's like he's like jp i need to take all the private classes with you I'm like, yeah. Let's go. yeah i'll i'll reinvent myself yeah i'll name myself jf yeah <laughs> named after my master jp <laughs> sensei uh, oh my god but yeah it's actually great seeing that it's becoming more and more open in asian countries so i'm really happy about that so hopefully it'll continue and it'll be like a sport maybe we'll see you at the olympics <laughs> or maybe jeffy's gonna be at the olympics who knows oh who knows um so yeah um i'd like to give a special thanks to our guest jp for joining us today thank you thanks
Um, so yeah, so special thanks to our guest JP for joining us today and sharing his passion for pole dancing, but also like what it means to him. Definitely, well, I'm speaking for myself, but I definitely found that super inspirational. So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, would you like to share anything with our listeners? Any upcoming projects or like where to find you? You can find me on Instagram. It's I am JPM underscore. And I also, I am on TikTok. I don't post that much on TikTok, but I'm planning to eventually. And the TikTok is the same? Yeah, same handle. I am APM underscore. It ends with an underscore. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, like, I am I am the founder of a, play, of a community organization called Rainbow News. Um, we cater to the queer Asians within Montreal. But yeah, it doesn't matter if you're like a quarter Asian, as long as you identify as some sort of Asian, um, you're welcome. And if you want to join, you can look us up on Facebook under Rainbow Noodles. Um, and on Instagram, I believe it's Rainbow Noodles MTO. Yeah, so super excited to see your pole dancing journey, JPs. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for yeah. coming. Yes. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, I mean, hopefully more Asians, you know, well, not just more Asians, but everyone, you know, opens their mind to pole dancing. So, yay. I hope so, too. Mm. Yay. All Look right. forward to my Asian-owned, queer-owned studio in the future. Yes. <laughs> wow. Wow. We'll be there. Thank you again to JP for joining us. All the information will be in the description of the episode. So we'd love to hear from you, our listeners. How do you feel about pole dancing? Would you consider pole dancing professionally or be public about it? Let us know at contact.cpod at gmail.com or on Twitter at seeing eye to eye. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram to get the latest updates on new episodes. Again, it's seeing eye to eye and that's S-E-A for Southeast Asia. See you next time.